Hi, this is Alana Terry. Welcome to Season 5 of the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast, bringing you some full and complete and unabridged Christian fiction audiobooks to keep you encouraged and inspired. This season's audiobook is called What Dreams May Come and is narrated by Pamela Lawrence, written by me, Alana Terry, and sponsored by our COVID-19 fundraiser. So what we're doing is taking some of my ebook novels and I've bundled them up as a pay-what-you-can product with a portion of all royalties going to support local relief efforts for COVID-19. If you want to be involved in this fundraiser, it's going to be for a limited time. You can check it out at alanaterry.com novels. And now enjoy today's episode of the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast. Chapter 48 The phone rang while Susanna was looking for clean clothes for Kitty. Hello? Why did her heart always skip that little beat whenever someone called? Susanna, that you? She didn't need caller ID to recognize the voice. Hi, Ricky. Merry Christmas. Yeah, you too. We missed you at the Christmas Eve service tonight. Couldn't make it, huh? Susanna propped the phone against her shoulder and tried to get Kitty's things organized on her bed. Yeah, it's pretty icy, and we don't want Kitty in big crowds where she can catch a cold or anything. There she went using we, as if she and Mom were both still around, both still making decisions about her sister's care. That makes sense. Well, I just wanted to say we missed you. Susanna wondered which we Ricky was referring to, Him and his mom? That's sweet of you to say. Hey, I know it's last minute. He cleared his throat. And maybe you already have plans, but... Mom says we've got plenty of food for tomorrow, and we could come pick you up so you don't have to worry about getting Kitty in the car by yourself. You know, if you wanted to come over for Christmas dinner. We could bring the truck and put her wheelchair in the back. Susanna had the feeling she'd appreciate the thoughtful offer more if she didn't have two dozen different things to take care of at once. That's really nice of you to ask. It sounds fun, but... It's not a big group, he interrupted, and Mom already checked. Nobody has a cold or anything, so you don't have to worry about germs. Susanna sighed. I'm sorry. We kind of already have plans. Nothing big, it's just Derek is coming over, and he's bringing a ham, so I think we'll just have a quiet day here. Oh, okay. She hated to think of disappointing him. But I'll tell Kitty you invited her. It'll make her really happy to know you were thinking of her. Uh Uh-huh, sure. Ricky's voice fell lifeless. Thanks again. Susanna did her best to infuse extra enthusiasm into her tone. That's probably the nicest invitation I've gotten in quite a while. She didn't mention it was also the only invitation. She could hear his smile on the other end of the line. Well, Mom says if tomorrow doesn't work out, maybe we'll plan on something else another time, after the holidays. Yeah, 
Susanna repeated mindlessly while she grabbed a clean chucks pad to place on her sister's bed. Sounds great. She hung up the phone, realized the nightgown she'd planned to dress Kitty in was already soiled. She had meant to wash those clothes today. Finding nothing else clean, she decided her sister would be comfortable enough sleeping in her sweats and tossed the dirty nightgown into the pile of laundry that was now almost as high as her waist. She'd have to spend tomorrow cleaning before Derek came over for Christmas dinner. The most wonderful time of the year, right? Of course, right. Chapter 49 on Christmas morning, Susanna woke up early and blasted her mom's old CD recording of Handel's Messiah, which was as much of a cornerstone of a traditional Peter's Christmas as Amish friendship bread at breakfast. Thankfully, Connie's starter from Safe Anchorage worked perfectly, and based on the sweet, yeasty smell from the oven, Susanna hadn't botched the recipe too terribly. As soon as she pulled the loaf out to cool, she hurried into Kitty's room. Merry Christmas, sunshine. Susanna was thankful for an extra dose of energy this morning. She'd thrown the friendship bread into the oven and still found time to make some muffins and start a much-needed load of laundry. All month, Susanna had worried that Christmas would feel empty and pointless without her mother. But she'd woken up with more joy and excitement in her soul than she'd experienced in weeks. Maybe there was a real reason behind calling this a magical holiday. God, thank you so much for sending Jesus down to earth to show us how to live and to pave the way for a relationship with you. Help today to be perfect, a day that would make Mom proud. With that, she flipped on Kitty's light. I said Merry Christmas, she called out and started massaging her sister's back before she knew if she was even awake. Twenty minutes later, Kitty was dressed and in her wheelchair at the dining room table kicking her leg in approval, while Susanna cut her first slice of friendship bread and let a dollop of butter melt on top of her cranberry muffin. Looks good, she told Kitty. And what about you? You want vanilla or strawberry for your Christmas morning breakfast? Kitty nodded at the table and grunted. You want the friendship bread? Susanna laughed. How about I just put an extra teaspoon of sugar in your formula and we call it a deal? She'd been joking, but Kitty reacted so enthusiastically, Susanna hesitated and finally decided it couldn't do much harm. Hopefully. While her sister giggled like a little girl about to be caught sneaking a secular music tape into her home, Susanna measured out half a teaspoon of sugar. You sure you can afford all these extra calories? She teased. A grunt. Okay, it's your decision, not mine. Snort. Susanna laughed, too, as she dumped the sugar into her sister's bottle of formula. Are you going to shake it up, or should I? Blink. All right, but you better not tell anybody. It's got to stay our little secret. Deal? Blink. Susanna helped her sister take her first sip of sweetened strawberry formula. Kitty was laughing so hard it would have taken a Christmas miracle if any actually found its way to her stomach. But for once, Susanna wasn't going to let her sister's eating habits stress her out. She wiped Kitty's chin with a napkin, then impulsively leaned over and kissed her on the cheek. 
Have I ever told you that you're the best sister in the world? Merry Christmas. Chapter 50 Derek showed up 15 minutes early with a ham warmed and glazed and ready to slice. Unfortunately, Susanna's afternoon cooking endeavors hadn't gone nearly as smoothly as that morning's. Whether from that tiny bit of extra sugar, the excitement of the day, or some random fluke, Kitty's digestion was all over that morning, literally. And by the time Susanna got her, the bathroom, and the bed completely cleaned up, it was time to put the green bean casserole in the oven. The only problem was she hadn't set foot in the kitchen since breakfast. Derek didn't seem to mind the wait, and he sat with Kitty listening to Adventures in Odyssey, while Susanna scurried around trying to prepare a few simple dishes. I wonder, Lord, if you're giving me a little bit of a taste of how Martha felt when you were visiting her home. At least Kitty had been in a good mood, explosive diarrhea and all, and her Christmas cheer was catching. Thank you, God for helping today go so much smoother than it might have. What she wanted to say was, thank you that I've been too busy to miss Mom very much. But the confession made her feel guilty. So she focused on her green bean casserole, cornbread, and apple pie. A simple spread, especially compared to the meals her mom liked to prepare for holidays. But Derek wasn't expecting much. Kitty couldn't eat any of it anyway, and Susanna was too busy to even think about her own appetite. At least she'd get some good sleep tonight, if Kitty's gut issues resolved by then. But she wouldn't think about that. Christmas was the one day where she refused to let any anxious thoughts creep into her head. No maudlin moping around, thinking about how nice it would be if Mom were in the kitchen working and Susanna were the one listening to Odyssey episodes. No pining away for the mission field or some passionate, godly missionary on the other side of the country. Today was about keeping Kitty happy. And making it through dinner without breaking down in tears. That's why she stayed so busy. And eventually, all her hard work paid off. Dinner was nearly an hour late. She and Derek had to microwave the ham slices by the time all the other dishes were hot, but at quarter to five, the sparkling cider was poured and the plates were served. Kitty pouted when Susanna refused to add an extra spoonful of sugar into her formula again. But otherwise, everyone was in good spirits. Susanna wondered if Derek and she were both in the same awkward position trying hard for Kitty's sake to keep a positive attitude when their hearts were empty and aching. She and Derek might grow closer over the years, if he'd stick around long enough for her to get completely comfortable with him. Maybe. Only time would tell. Having him around, seeing the way he joked with her sister, reminded Susanna of how much energy it took just to keep Kitty engaged, it was so easy to make her laugh, but she was so compliant and easygoing that she was unfortunately easy to ignore, too. Mom had been so good at talking to her throughout the day, asking her questions, and waiting politely for an answer. Susanna tried, but sometimes it sapped all her strength just to feed and bathe her sister, 
so there wasn't any energy left for chit-chat. After dinner, Derek cleared the table off while Susanna settled Kitty in her bed. Are you ready to open some presents? She asked. Kick, kick. Well, we have to wait for Derek to join us. Don't want him to be left out, do we? Kick. When everything was ready, Kitty opened her gifts first. I'm going to make you a blanket, Susanna explained, after helping Kitty tear off the wrapping paper. I got the yarn from Safe Anchorage Farm. Isn't it pretty? Remember when Mom took us to see the goats they have there? Remember the cute little babies jumping all around? Kick, kick. And here's my present for you. Derek reached over and pulled the colorful paper off a small rectangular box he placed in Kitty's hands. What is it? Susanna asked. An MP3 player. He pointed to the box to show Kitty. And it's got over 500 Adventures in Odyssey episodes downloaded on it, all brand new. 500, Susanna repeated. Kick, 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 kick. Derek opened his travel mug next, and Susanna was a little embarrassed she'd given him something so generic. But he smiled and hugged her, and froze in goofy poses with his gift to make Kitty laugh. And now, his expression suddenly got serious. He cleared his throat and looked at Susanna. I asked Kitty the other night what she thought we should get you, and we came up with something together. He reached into his back pocket and pulled out an envelope. This is from all of us. At first, Susanna was afraid it would be full of cash. How did he expect her to accept a gift like that? Take a look, he urged. Even Kitty was calm while Susanna opened it up. A plane ticket? Read this first. Derek pointed to a brochure. The Urbana World Missions Conference? It's a get-together for young adults and college students who are interested in Christian missions. They have all kinds of speakers. From the minute I heard about it, I knew it'd be perfect for you. And I knew you'd never agree to go unless I made you. So I already booked your spot at the conference. Your room, your flight there, everything. You leave in two days. That soon? They always have it right before New Year's. Now don't argue with me. His voice was firm. Kitty wants you to go too, don't you? Blink. A very tenuous blink. How can I... How will... I'm taking vacation time. I'll stay here with Kitty. And Mrs. Fields and her son have agreed to come over and help too. We all know how Kitty feels about Ricky Fields, don't we? A cautious kick. Derek nodded at the ticket in her hand. It will be fine. I want you to go. It's something your mom and I were already planning to send you to this year. She's the one who first told me about it. Mom wanted me to go? He nodded. She'd been talking about it for months. I don't know. She looked at her sister. Your mom wanted it, he whispered again. Susanna was beaten. All right. She glanced again at the brochure, at the smiling faces on the cover. I'll go. Thanks again for listening to the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast. 
This has been What Dreams May Come by me, Alana Terry, narrated by Pamela Lawrence. This season of the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast is sponsored by our fundraiser for COVID-19 relief work, which you can find out about more when you go to alanaterry.com slash novels. This page will have a link to our fundraiser for as long as it runs. I hope and pray that you stay safe and healthy. I want to thank you again for listening, and we'll talk to you real soon.